0: Hello, my name is Sarah, and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hi, it's Sarah with a special message for newer listeners. This show used to be called Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss, but in January of 2021, I changed it to Your Chakra Coach to better reflect the broader, more holistic approach to wellness we started exploring. If you notice a slight focus on weight loss in these early episodes, that's why. But I think you'll find the overall information universal and relevant to you. Enjoy! Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. My name is Sarah. I am your chakra coach. Thank you so much for being here with me today. How are you? I'm doing pretty well, and I am so excited that we're moving into our next deep dive series today. But before we do that, um, I wanted to just say thank you. Uh, Some people left some reviews and ratings on the iTunes app for the show, and I was so surprised and pleased and happy. They were so nice, and I was just so very, very grateful. So, hey, thanks to those of you that did that, I really appreciate it. I know not all the apps have it, like you don't leave them on Spotify or whatever, but thank you so much to those of you who took your time to do that, that's so kind. Anyway, okay, we're moving into our next deep dive series and we are going to cover the shadow side of each chakra. What is that? The shadow side. Some people call it each chakra's demon or the darker aspect of the energy center. It is the counterforce that interferes with the health and balance of each chakra and stops us from moving forward with anything. In our case, weight loss goals, but it could stop you from moving forward toward any goal, including just general energetic health and balance or even physical health and balance. I'm going to try in this series not to refer to these aspects of the chakra as negative because I truly believe that if we find the shadow side of the chakra present in ourselves, it's there to teach us something, to give us the opportunity to explore why it's there and challenge us to overcome it and become even stronger in the other aspects of the chakra. And besides, some of the shadow aspects aren't really negative at all. In fact, they they can be healthy. Uh, it's when we allow them to override the rest of the aspects that we find ourselves out of balance energetically, which, as we've talked about before, an energetic imbalance can lead to weight gain, it can lead to trouble losing weight, or multiple other physical and or emotional ailments. So by exploring the shadow we can better understand the light. Now, as with all the series like this, we will start at the root. So we know that the Muladhara chakra, the root chakra, has at its core the right to be here, to be physically present on this earth and in this universe. When that right is threatened, either physically or emotionally or mentally or spiritually, we feel fear and fear is the shadow side of the root chakra fear for our very survival and yes this can be as dramatic as it sounds there can be present dangers for survival needs we can fear that we genuinely don't have enough money to pay the rent or enough to buy food for ourselves or our families or that our physical Safety is in danger from a partner or someone else. These are all real fears. And instead of feeling grounded, fear forces energy upward along the chain and causes anxiety and restlessness and causes imbalance in the upper chakras. But that's why a lot of times when we feel like our minds just won't stop racing with worst case scenarios or anxious thoughts, it's actually a root chakra imbalance that's the key. Now, sometimes we've outgrown or outlived these fears if they were present in childhood, for example. But we still have all the fear and the issues that those circumstances caused because we never addressed the root chakra trauma that those external circumstances caused. Uh, I may have addressed this on the show before, but if you grew up in a situation where food was scarce and hunger was a fact of daily life, it can be hard to let go of that fear even once the refrigerator is full. I have known people who overate at every opportunity, especially if the food was being paid for by someone else because the deep, Seated fear that this could be the last meal for a while is really hard to let go of. And sometimes we don't even consciously know that it's there. We aren't even aware that that's why we're doing it. Um, but it's, it's there sometimes because that childhood root chakra trauma and physical trauma of hunger is present and it's really hard without addressing the fear associated there to really let go of that. And listen, if that's you, There is absolutely no reason to beat yourself up over it. By acknowledging the fear and addressing the root cause, you have the opportunity to take care of that person you once were. To let her know that you love her and that you'll be there for her. Okay, that's really important to understand. Now, there's also emotional fear. And while there are different types of emotional fear, I want to talk about the actual fear of feeling feelings, the fear of feeling your emotions. You've probably heard me say before that we do things because of how we think they're going to make us feel, or because we're afraid of how we'll feel if we don't do something. This is exactly what stress eating is. We don't want to feel stress. We're afraid of feeling stress so we eat, or sadness, or hurt, or even anger, depending on how you were raised, right? Like in some families, anger is frowned upon, so people push it down, and they literally push it down by eating. They feel anger, they think anger is bad, they put a value judgment onto their emotions, and then we eat. Now, when we overeat or overdrink to avoid feeling something, grief, rage, depression, whatever, that's Fear, that's the shadow side of the root chakra at work. I'll give you an example from my own life. At the beginning of the stay home orders in my state, I thought I didn't have anything to do. I was bored and I don't like feeling bored. I'm constantly filling my schedule up with things to do, to check off my list so that I can feel productive and worthy And there's nothing wrong with feeling that or wanting to feel that per se. But since I didn't have my normal schedule, I was bored and I hated that feeling. So I ate and I drank wine because I was terrified of feeling bored. And if I was bored, I might have to start thinking about staying at home and thinking about the pandemic. And how do those things make me feel? And they made me feel afraid. You know, I literally do this work for a living and I still had this experience. It's normal, right? And I had to work on myself to get to a place where I was able to allow myself to feel bored and to feel sad that my life had changed and that life in general had changed and to be angry that I was living in a world I couldn't control. Not that I ever really could control it, but the pandemic really just shoved that in my face. You know, I had to let myself feel these things and let go of the fear of feeling them in order to get my eating behaviors and my drinking behaviors where I wanted them. We can also be afraid of how we'll feel if we don't get to eat something. If you are at a birthday party and there's cake, but you've committed to not eating sugar this week, all of a sudden, we start feeling deprived or restricted. We don't like those feelings at all. We're afraid of feeling uncomfortable. We're afraid to feel like we want something and then can't have it. To avoid feeling deprived and uncomfortable, we just eat whatever it is, even though part of our brain knows that it isn't for our highest good. And it certainly doesn't lead us to where we want to be. And it's just because we're afraid of our own feelings. So other kinds of fear related to weight loss. Uh, These are some that I have heard over the years. Some of them may resonate with you, others may not, and you'll certainly have your own kinds as you think about it. But here are some of the kinds of fears uh, that I've heard about related to weight loss. Fear of losing weight because it will make you attractive and getting attention in that way feels risky. I see this a lot in survivors of abuse. They're, they want to lose weight, but deep down they feel like it will make them attractive and then they will attract attention and it, that's scary. Fear of really looking at what you're eating or drinking or fear of really looking at your weight because how it will make you feel or how you'll need to really connect to your body if you've been ignoring it. Right. If you look at that uh, number on the scale and then instead of saying, well, that's simply a number, you you make it mean something or you look at what you're eating and then you say, oh, I'm a bad person. Or I hear people say all the time, oh, I've been so bad this week. And again, I think that's attaching a, a moral judgment to something that doesn't have a moral application. That's not how eating works. It's not good or bad. It just is. But we attach these values to it. And then we say, oh, I've been so bad. And while intellectually we might say, oh, I know that doesn't make me a bad person. We say these things and then that, that track runs in our head and then we feel bad. Um, and then we have fear. We don't want to feel the f- feeling of feeling bad. Um, so or looking at what you're eating. You know, all of these things can create fear uh, another one is fear of being seen as selfish or arrogant if you start to spend time on yourself. When I had a young child, um, I had another mother say to me, oh, I'd never spend time at the gym like you do because my children need me, right? And the idea was that she would feel bad. She would feel selfish if she spent time at the gym. And again, what she said was about her. She said it to me but it was really about how she felt about things, right? And there's fear there. There's fear of feeling selfish or self-absorbed. It's a fear. It's fear of change. Fear of what people will think of you if you make a change. Fear of losing a relationship to change. Fear of how you'll feel about what they think. And I'll tell you something funny about fear. Fear can make you feel safe especially if you've been feeling it for a long time. It feels normal and secure, and lack of fear can feel worse. But I promise you, it's impossible to build a strong foundation for your life on fear and insecurity. We feel like we're just being realistic by constantly looking for something terrible to happen. and This can show up as pessimism or Even something as subtle as, I've always failed before at nutrition or exercise programs or whatever. So we're afraid that means we'll never succeed. And so we're afraid, we have fear of even trying. It's so exhausting to live in fear. And instead of moving forward, we just run around in a fear circle, believing that we can never change. So what can we do? First, acknowledge that you have fear. And stop saying to me, I'm not afraid because you think it makes you look weak or you don't experience abject terror at the thought of something. I'm not asking you to tell anyone else that you have fear. Just a, a quiet whisper to yourself that maybe, possibly, you're experiencing an emotion that 100% of the rest of the normal world experiences. What's different about you is that you're going to acknowledge it and address it. You're going to notice and feel your fear, understand where it comes from, and learn from it. You're going to build the strength that comes from knowing you can face adversity and make fear your ally. I feel like we're always more afraid of what we can't see than what we can, right? It's why we're scared of the dark as children or adults. That's okay, too. (laughs) it's, It's why not knowing where the bad guy is in a horror movie is so unsettling, right? Because we can't see it. We're afraid of what we can't see. But if you are willing to do the work, Fear doesn't have to hold you back. All right, now we're not going to meditate on a fear. If you would like to do a a root chakra meditation to counteract fear, I encourage you to go back to episodes 3, 11, or 19. All of those episodes include a root chakra meditation that will counteract fear. They don't directly address fear necessarily, but they will help counteract it if you're experiencing uh, any fear and you want to do some grounding work or strength work to directly counteract fear. So that's episodes 3, 11, and 19, if you want to go back for some. What I am going to do is just give you a little thought project. You may have already naturally started it listening to the podcast today. Uh, So here it is. Think of a time or situation or a habit that you frequently find yourself engaging in behaviors that aren't in your own best interest. Ask yourself what the thought is that precedes the action and how it makes you feel. And quietly notice how you're afraid of that feeling and if you're eating or drinking to avoid it. This is trickier than it sounds because so many of our thoughts are habitual. Our thoughts are unconscious. They pop up. We don't know where they came from or we think we don't know where they came from. We never even notice that we're having it. We just find ourselves eating. So really dig deep. Spend a couple minutes on this. What is the thought that precedes the action? How does it make you feel? And notice any fear around that feeling. Example. You're at a birthday party and there's cake. Do you think everyone else gets to eat cake and feel deprived? Do you think if I don't eat it, people will think I'm rude. People will think I'm weird and then feel embarrassed. Those are scary feelings. You know, it's not a horror feeling, but it's scary to feel that. And then take a moment to imagine what would really happen if you just felt deprived or felt embarrassed or felt whatever it is for a minute or two, practice being uncomfortable with your feelings. Practice facing your fear of your own emotions. So if this scenario doesn't resonate, that's okay. Just think of one that does out of your own life. When you are going against your own will, your own good intentions... You're trying to avoid your feelings. When are you doing that in your life? Take a minute to think about this. Practice feeling uncomfortable. Practice knowing that it's okay to be afraid, but knowing that you're strong. And let's see if we can't start shedding a little light on the shadow of fear in the root chakra. Okay, that's what I have for you this week. We're going to spend the next six weeks on the shadow sides of each chakra, so Buckle up, I guess. Uh, Maybe it's going to get a little uncomfortable. If you do the social media thing, you know you can follow me on Instagram or Facebook. You can join the Facebook group if you like. That's Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss group. Chakra Balancing for Weight Loss everywhere. You can always email me if you like. ChakraBalancingForWeightLoss at gmail.com. I love to hear from you. And as always, please share this show with a friend who might like it. Or maybe even click on the link in the show notes to Donate. Have a fantastic day and I will talk to you soon. Bye.